tonight we're going to be talking about God or his name. Amen. I think that a lot of times we forgot that God revealed a lot of who he is by his name. His character reveals him to us, just like we are known by our character or our style or, you know, Sometimes people can take one word and totally define us. You look throughout the Bible where God initiated the conversation with man. Man didn't realize that they needed God. Man didn't realize where they came from. But it was God that revealed to man. And man didn't know how to be saved, but it was God that started to deal with man and to intervene in the sin situation so that man could be brought back to salvation. And he did that through the revelation of his name. Amen. Those of you who have your Bibles, turn to Daniel, the 11th chapter. In the verses 32 If you have it say amen Let's read And such as doeth wickedly against the covenant Shall be corrupt by flatteries But the people who know their God Shall be strong and do exploit and so we should realize just in knowing who God is helps us to be strong. Now, Elder's been teaching a series about the end time, and you know, and I think he's been doing a good job. But I think that we as children of God, we focus too much on the negative. We focus too much on the fleshly. We focus too much on the problem rather than the cure. Because if we know God, we shall be strong. And then there's something about that word shall. Whenever you find it in the Bible, it cannot be altered. If you know God, you will. Or you must. You know, it, it, it's bad when we as saints of God plan on failing. Plan on not coming to the house of God. Plan on falling out of the race. We should keep moving just because that we know God. 
And we know some things about God that God can't fail. God can't lie. God can do anything but fail. And so we, there's some things that we already know when it comes down to God. And it's been tested and tried before we got here. Because God, he says that I am the same today, yesterday, and forever. I am the Lord and I change not. Lord, that, that's a whole mouthful. When you go through your trial, you should plan on coming out one day on the other side. Uh, my heart kind to go out to saints of God that get caught up in going through. But they don't expect God to come in. They don't expect God to deliver. They don't expect God to cause them to have a law in the midst of whatever going on. You know, when you look at uh, in, in the psalm, there's a word that keeps on coming up. It's a selah. And it, all it means is there is a musical pause between the sections. Some could be a whole note, a half note, a quarter note. However long God give me, but God has always promised the child of God a selah between the tribes. That's why it's kind of... You know, I come across as being hard or harsh because I know too much about God that I know that he'll come and, and sometimes you won't recognize him when he show up because you're too busy in, uh, in, or too involved in whatever you're going through. But we got to get out of what we're going through and get in God. Uh, the old church said he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. He may be three days late or three years late, but he's still on time. We gotta, it's time to acknowledge that fact. He may not show up because I'm crying, because he may want me to get it all out. You know, sometimes you let the baby just holler. Ain't nothing wrong with you just holler, holler. And sometimes you join in with, uh, you just holler with him, let him get it all out, and then you say, now, what ain't, what ain't nothing wrong with you? I'm right here. So sometimes I believe that's what God is doing for the saints. You are fearful. We told you, cast all your cares upon me. You are fearful, but God said, I did not give you the spirit of fear, but I gave you love, power, and a sound mind. I didn't give you that mind that's all over the place. I didn't give that to you. That's why we got to know God. God is constant. 
Even in the midst of the storm. What did Jesus do when there was a storm and everybody else was afraid and he was asleep and they woke him up and he got up and all he did, looked at the storm, looked at the people. I don't know if he was talking to the storm or the people. Peace be still. And when laid back down, everybody and everything got quiet. So he could have been talking to everything at the same time because he was God. Didn't everything calm down? Didn't the wind stop? Didn't the people shut up? And then they're like, what man of man is this? Sometimes he needs to tell you, peace, be still. Shut up and sit down. You're all over the place. You are acting like you don't know me. This is a promise. If you know God, you're going to be strong and you're going to do exploits. Look at here. Wait a minute. You're going to be strong? If I know God, God is telling me that I'm going to be strong just because I know him. So, it is referring to courageous. You are going to have courage. And what's lacking now? Everybody is fearful. I believe in God. Why are you so scared? You're scared to go out your house. You're scared to go in your house. You're scared to walk around your house. You're scared to go to the store. You're scared to go to the mall. But you know God. How is it that you know God and you're not courageous? The people that don't know God, they're the one that's supposed to be fearful. They don't have the promises that you and I have. That he that shall come will come and he will not tarry. They don't have those promises. So, we have a tendency to have all this information, but still don't know God. So this is a spiritual goal. We want to deal natural, but then we, how, why do we not let, try to live spiritual? We do everything from getting up to in the morning to eating our breakfast to taking care of our bodies or taking your medicine. You do all that for the natural body. What are you doing for the spiritual body? We, we, then we got to take some action, folks. We, got, we must take action. And, 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 and put into practice what we know about God. Those who know their God are sensitive to the situation which God's truth 
and honor are being directed. God is directing you and me. It ain't his fault we don't follow. There is a still small voice come to direct everybody that is a child of God. He don't do that for sinners. I don't care how much they say God talked to them. I don't, they can say, you know people say anything they want to say, right? Daniel says in the first part of it, with flattery, he will corrupt those who violate the covenant. If you violate the word of God or the covenant of the word of God, then you're in trouble. You can't say you know God. Those who do wickedly against the covenant. So we've got to obey this word in order to get the benefits. And so this, this is where we're at, saints. Do you want the benefits? God told them when they were going into the land of, of the promised land, choose ye which mountain? Do you want the mountain of blessing or the mountain of cursing? If you don't obey God, you will get the mountain of cursing. If you be willing and obey God, you'll get the mountain of blessing. It shouldn't be no, uh, I don't know where I'm going. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, just like I do. So he's promising us something here. He, and he's also encouraging us to go through in tough times. I, I got to be real with you. Ain't no telling what you're going to face on tomorrow. Ain't no telling what I'm going to face on tomorrow. There's no promises that next year is going to be favorable for me. But I should relish the fact that if God ain't through, ain't nothing going to happen. I'm just going to be going through next year. Come on here, saints. But we're crying, Lord, make it stop. Lord, call it to quit. Lord, say, uh-uh. You got to learn how to go through. And you, there's some things that you only learn about God if you spend time in the trial. And that's where saints don't realize you should not run from the trial. You should stay in it. I don't care how much they crank it up, crank up the fire and how hot it gets. We should learn something from Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Ezariah. The God that I serve, if he wants to deliver me, he will. But if he don't, you know what I'm saying? There's always a possibility, Brother Lamont, that tomorrow may be your last trial and you may go on to the other side. And you've got to be confident in the fact that 
the Lord know it. And I've got to keep the covenant that I made to follow the Lord and to love God so that I can do exploits. I don't bow to other gods. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? And, and that's what it's all about. Your relationship, those folks, they ain't hating you because you speak in tongue. The devil got a tongue. But your commitment to God is what they're upset about because you keep your commitment to God and they don't like that. Ain't got no problem with folks saying I'm saved. Ain't got no problem with that. But the lifestyle you live, that's where the sinners, the devils, the demons got a problem. We don't care nothing about you speaking and telling some of them will join you. Yeah, yeah, he shot So we got to know God. God is not hiding from anybody. God's not afraid to reveal himself to anybody. talks about the man who is the man who is the man and who is God the term appears 78 times in 72 verses in the Bible up to 13 individuals Moses, Joshua throughout the Psalms, Ezra, the Chronicles they're called men of God in the Torah. If you know God and God should know you and you should be comfortable becoming, being called a man or a woman of God. We're calling some of these clowns men and women of God. There ain't no men and women of God. By their lifestyle. By their fruit. So what does it take for us to know the God that we're serving? We got to get back to the Bible. There's a whole lot of stuff going on now. There's mixing of religion now. Mixing of ideas now. They change words around now where they don't mean the same that they did back in the day. And so when we learn God's or when God is telling us his name, he's telling us something about his character. So turn to Acts the ninth chapter. Anybody get any questions? You know you can raise your hand here to let me know. Acts 9 and 5. Now this is dealing with 
Saul before his name was changed. On the road persecuting the saints. Have you had a less read? Everybody don't know who God is even in the church. He was working in the church, calling himself, defending the church, persecuting folks that don't believe. You got to watch it. You may not have all the revelation you need while you're out there persecuting folks. Come on. See, you think you're persecuting folk. But you're persecuting God. You can't attack the church without attacking God. You can't attack your brothers and sisters without you attacking God and God taking it personal. Ain't nobody in there saying, well, you're saying Jesus ain't either there. You're saying that Jesus didn't do what he said he did and he saved folks. You heard them speak in tongues. So you're saying they ain't speaking in tongues now, huh? Jesus said, I am Jesus whom thou persecute. Now, this God got a name. Saul was saying that Jesus wasn't God. But now Jesus is saying, hey, Saul, I didn't tell you while I was alive, but I'm on the other side now. I am Jesus, whom you persecute. Jesus is the name of the true God manifested in flesh, taking away the sins of the world. We know what Jesus means, Jehovah. Is salvation. First John five and twenty. Are we there? Let's read. And we know. Have given us the understanding. We may know him that is true. Listen to this. Jesus is true. You ain't got to scratch your head about Jesus. But you better scratch your head about some of this other stuff. Isn't it amazing? He that he revealed to us that he is true. When you say truth, you're talking about Jesus. And we are in him that is true. We're in truth. Now, 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 saints, this is very important. If you don't believe this is truth, you will not be able to stand in conviction. That's why folks can't do this because they don't believe this. That's all the reason why you can't do it. And that's what a lot of folks, they come and they hear and they always got a question in the back of their mind. 
but they say this here and that there over there. Well, you eating at two houses, number one, it's going to be hard for you. Who you eating after? You can't eat truth and then go take a piece of pie of lie and call that dessert and jump around over there to whatever else they're doing at the next church. You can't be, you ain't going to be able to live say You're divided. Listening to too many folk. You can't digest truth. And so how are you going to be able to tell when you get alive? I can hear Pastor Golden now. I can hear Pastor Golden now. Keep on running and keep on listening to all these folk. You're going to get a bone in your throat and it's going to choke you to death. And I saw it happen just as he spoke about. And you got to be a little country to understand that saying. Uh, it was talking about eating fish. If you eat fish and you get a bone lodged in your throat, and if you don't get some cornbread, I don't know, something about cornbread, cause that bone to go down. Or you get some vinegar and soften that bone. But the problem, the point is, you as children of God, you can't mix truth with a lie. This is truth, truth, truth. And we are in him in his truth, even in, come on, his son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God, the eternal. You can't have eternal life if you don't have Jesus Christ. You're not going to get it. You can go wherever you want to go, do whatever you want to do. If you ain't saved, you when you get the glory to be judged, you're going to hell. And you might take the fast elevator down. How, how do you expect to go to God's heaven if you don't know who he is? How many of you just open your door and let strangers in your house? Come on in. Have a seat. Walk around. Go to my refrigerator. Walk through my bedroom. Go, go through the front all the way to the back. Come on, Mr. Stranger. That show you ain't got something right upstairs. Come on, saints. Saints, you still with me, ain't you? You still with me? Acts 15, verses 9, 15, 13. Verse 13 through 18. Acts, the 15th chapter, verse 13 through 18. God, let's read. James answered, saying, Men and brethren, hearken unto me. Simon had declared how God, 
No, no, you see, he visited. That don't mean he's going to stay now. Remember this, keep in mind, he visited. And listen, some of you folks that think God just going to stay with us in time, remember, a visit ain't living with. Come on. From the beginning of the world. God knows the works. You guess it. And God knows our heart. You know, you may be able to fool the boss. Whew, I'm tired, it's at the end of the day, but you ain't did nothing. You got a check. Somebody else had to cover for you because you was missing. See, God knows everybody's works. And did you work according to his standard? Did you work according to his law, his covenant that he left behind for the church to follow? Let's turn to Amos 9, 9th chapter, verses 11 and 12. Yeah, the book of Amos. Verse 11 and 12. Verse 9, verse 11 and 12, I'm sorry. In that day, that is fall. And, and I will. God going back to the nation of Israel. The Gentiles got a precious little time. And we acting like he going to stay with us. You got to know this because a lot of people will have you to believe that God is not going to be true to his word. And God revealed to us tonight that he is true. Keep on acting like you got all day. You ain't got no reason to get urgent. Five were wise, five were foolish. He went in, shut the door, and then nobody come in after he shut the door. Keep on being like a grazing cow. Walk slow and eat. Move. Move. Come on. It's time to get an urgency 
about the God that you serve. Amen. So God reveals himself through us, to us. Known unto God are all his works from the beginning. God took time to let mankind knew, know where, who he was at every stage that mankind was in. Amen. In Genesis, the third chapter, Jehovah is distinctly the representative name of the deity. When sin entered and it became necessary for man to have a redemption, it was Jehovah Elohim. After the creation of man that sought the sinner, sinning one. I'm not telling Genesis 3 and 9. Nine through twelve. Are we there? Now notice this now. And the Lord called unto Adam. Now look, man didn't do the work. You didn't do the work. Somehow God got your attention while you were out there sinning. So don't come in here and acting like you belong. Don't come in here and acting like we should be glad that you're here. Don't come in here and act like you got it made. Because it was God that called you in here. Come on. And said unto him, Where art thou? Where you at? And it's a shame now. I'm going to pick on you, brother Lamont. You saved now and God got to ask you where you at because you ain't at church. He got to ask you where you at because you ain't hanging out with the saints. He got to ask you where you at because you ain't where you're supposed to be. Come on, verse 10. Now, you know why people scatter God and afraid? Because they're sinners. Sinners are not comfortable at church. That's why if you don't repent, you ain't going to never be comfortable in the house of God. You're going to come in here looking at the clock, wishing it was over, walking and talking and distracting other saints. Because you're not comfortable in the house of God. Amen. And that's why I'd rather, if I can't run you out of here, at least let the Holy Ghost run you out of here. Because you're trying to keep other folks from being saved. And some folks don't realize that's the whole purpose why some folks come to church. To keep you from doing it. Now, come on. What is it? I was naked and I hid. Oh, so that's why folks are hiding. They're hiding from God. Well, I'll be there next Sunday, Pastor. 
I ain't going to even give you that opportunity to lie because I ain't going to ask you. Come on. Now God trying to get them to see you listen to somebody other than me. I didn't tell you that. Some of this stuff you, we come up with, I say we so you won't think it, you know, I'm just talking about you. We come up with, we need to ask ourselves, who told you that? I know God and that didn't come from God. God ain't never gave nobody an out. I don't care how sick you was. I don't care. You could be almost dead. Under the influence of chemo and radiation. Laying in a bed. Just had surgery. How you know? Because I've been there. He still didn't give you no out. Let me tell you, you, you've been out of it and you wake up cursing, swearing and fighting and spitting. Man, that wasn't the spirit of God. My wife used to tickle me telling me about how folk wake up out of anesthesia. So there ain't no saints, them ain't. And ain'ts don't wake up like saints. And if saints waking up like ain'ts, you ain't no saints. told you. Come on, then he said, has what? Now he's trying to get you to confess. Why you can't confess? God got to pull it out of you and you still pretend like ain't nothing there. You got to know God. If you ever engage in a, all these folks that say, God told me, God told me, God told me, he ain't tell you nothing about you. When you look at the Bible, he's at least telling every sinner about them. And he's just talking about me, Robert, and he ain't saying nothing to you about you. Man, God ain't fair. Come on. Now notice now, Adam never confessed. See right here, he didn't confess. He didn't confess. The Lord told them what they did. And then he told them, I commanded you. Now look, no, 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 follow me for a minute, follow me. Because if I can't help you, I ain't got no business being here. When we violate the word of God, we did just what Adam and Eve did. I don't care if it wasn't a fruit involved. You disobeyed the word. And you don't realize the character of God requires a punishment because you violated the word. That's It wasn't about a fruit, a tree. God used his word, his mouth to create that. What about that? It's about you didn't let my living word live out in you. Uh-oh. And all these folks, oh, pray, pray for me. Yeah, why try repenting first? Oh, pray for me. You just don't know. Yeah, I do know. God whoops sinners. You, you can't come partly out. You got to come all the way out. Come on, do 
we get all that? Uh-oh. The house and got divided now. Look at what sin do. It divide husband and wife. And you thought it was going to be a, a, a matrimony made in heaven. <laughs> the folks that God married had problems. And you think you ain't going to have none? Ah, peekaboo, I see you. Come on. Did we get a... Now he's confessing. She gave it to me. But look at what he's doing, Lamont. He's passing the blame. I didn't eat because I ain't wanted to. The woman you gave me. Now, if sisters, if he would have came to the woman, she'd have blamed Adam too. Blame is just in us. Come on. Now, now everybody telling off on everybody else. Don't, don't expect your sin. Don't think your sin ain't going to eventually get exposed. I've been in church a long time. And sometime after you die, it's the story get told. And sometime before you put in the ground, get put in the ground, your eyes got closed and they got, I can't hold it no more. I can't tell it. <laughs> can't hold it. I got to tell it. All right. And did it see you see what I'm saying? The succession of what happens when we disobey God or we don't honor God's word. There's a spiral down. The Lord God, Jehovah Elohim, clothed Adam and Eve with a coat of skin. This is in Genesis 21. We don't have to turn there. A beautiful type of righteousness provided by the Lord. Now look at God. God always desired to cover us. But brother and sister, if we don't repent, we can't get that covering. You keep doing what you're doing out there and come in here and like, act like ain't nothing happened. You ain't going to be covered by God. And that same dry beat up tongue, you know it ain't working. If it ain't working out there, it ain't going to work in here. And you crying, pull me. Isn't it amazing? I'm sorry. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, but he did it. They didn't know. This stuff was not known. But because he was Jehovah Elohim, and it was, he was revealing to them that he was their savior. You see what I'm saying? He was their covering for sin. So that's why it's important that we know him by his Elohim name, because that's where he covers our sin. 
And so that's why it backs up to the point, the people that know their God, if you know him as Elohim, don't come in here hiding. Lord, forgive me. I need another something to die. You know, nothing else have to die. Jesus has died now. Jesus, cover me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, have mercy upon me. Lord, save me. Lord, wash me. Lord, cleanse me. And the church is not doing that in this era. We're like, uh, I'm okay. You okay? That's why we have lost the power that the old church had. They didn't have a problem coming to church and asking God to forgive them. And they didn't care what their neighbor heard sitting, up, sitting or bowing down next to them. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. It's not my brother nor my sister. It's me, O oh Lord worried about you you might not want to go I want to go so the Lord they knew God through the sacrifice he killed an innocent animal it had to be a lamb without spot or blemish and he had to kill two because Adam had to get his coat and the woman had to get hers. You see what I'm saying? Now ain't no sense in God killing a whole herd for you. <laughs> Stop! Stop sinning! Oh, I just couldn't, I just can't do it, I just can't do it. If you say that, you can't do it. Are you hearing me? I can't live. What, what are you doing in here then? This is for the folks that's trying with all them. See, this is the thing that we got to remember. If the righteous are scarcely saved, where should the sinner and the ungodly appear? Where are the folks that's not trying? Come in here and get prayer every time the door, church door open. You don't live right, it ain't going to do you no good. You wasting my time. And eventually I may get tired and say, go pray for yourself. Here, here, go to all. I'm serious. Here, go to all. Go pray for yourself since you won't let my prayers work. You ain't got no faith in this. You can't live this except you live it by faith. Now, you, you, in order for the sacrifice, when he passed it on down to man, in order for the sacrifice to work, the one that, that sin had to believe it and bring the animal according to the word, and you ain't trying to do nothing and you expect to be saved? Ah, help us, Lord. So, he distinctly revealed himself as Jehovah Elohim. 
You see, you are forgetting that whatever you need, God will reveal himself to you if you are a child of God and you need something from him. The Lord always provides for his people. He ain't letting the devil give you no good stuff. He is the provider. There are seven compound names for Jehovah revealing God's ability to meet every need of man in the fallen state. That is the reason for the Lord using those various significant names in scripture. They reveal him as and what he is capable of doing in his redemptive work for man. You know, he's capable of doing it. But if you come in here and ain't got no faith, he can't do it. God ain't going to break his word. God ain't like your mom and daddy. I told you I wasn't going to do it, but you my baby. Every time, I'm going to pay you back, mama. I'm going to pay you back, dad. I'm going to pay you back. If it's the last thing, I'm going to give you your money. Please help me. You know what God going to say? Stop lying. Get out of my sight. I ain't giving you nothing. You wing this on your own. Then there are seven compound names. And those of you that... You may know them, but refresh yourself because you got to remember this. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. And you need to repeat that one with me right now. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. I don't care what your need is. God ain't going to let no devil out of hell. He ain't going to let no other God beat him for, for providing for his saints. He took a pro-broke Jew named Abraham and made him rich. And, and didn't let nobody else help Abraham get rich. He made him rich. God that made him rich. And you think God gonna let somebody else steal his glory from blessing you? He did you and me the same way he did Abraham. Come out from your kinfolks. Come out from among all the mother folks and, 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 and follow me. Go to a land where I have promised. Your mom and them don't see this. Your uncle and them don't see this. In some cases, your children them don't see this. But what you got to do, I'm following God. God told me to do this. And so I've got to do this if don't nobody else believe this is the right thing to do. You see what I'm saying? Wasn't it God that called you? It's going to be the same God that keep you. And he's going to have to prove himself to be your Jehovah Jireh. He's got to provide for the trip. Then Jehovah Rapha. The Lord that healed. Oh, you're going to get sick. 
<laughs> your liver gonna quiver. Your heart gonna shake, stop, pause, and all this other stuff. You gonna get old. You gonna need a God to come by and see about you. You may get a lump in your breast, a lump in your chest, a lump on your leg, a lump on your neck. You gonna get a lump somewhere. And you gonna need a God. If he don't hear you, he gonna have to tell you, my grace is sufficient for your need. I'm gonna help you live through it. And we forgot there's some things God gonna help us live through. Because I tell you, and, 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 and when he revealed to me the reason why I wanted to get healed, I know God has a sense of humor because he peeped my hand. I just wanted to eat the whole cake again. <laughs> That's all you want. You just want it for the whole cake. Now you got to use some discipline. Jehovah Nissi, the Lord our banner. See, we 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 got to we got to realize it's it's going to be the Lord, the Lord that's going to take care of the needs. And 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 you must remember that if God. Don't do it. It can't be done. Now, Jehovah Shalom. The Lord, our peace. We need peace right now more than we need anything else. This world is about to get on all our nerves. Folks don't have no respect. Folks don't care. Folks will cut you off in line at the store. Folks will just almost step on your feet, walk up in your face, get all in your space, and act like they don't care. And if you're not careful, you bombarded by all these spirits and you're not paying attention to your own zone and you're not realizing now you upset topsy-turvy houses out of order you mad and you scared and you got all those old feelings you had before you got saved you about ready to, to go get you a, 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 a permit to care a to, to, to secret carry and all this other stuff other things that saints was doing Sinners doing right. And you telling yourself, just in case the Bible don't work, that nine will. Come on. We need God's peace that passeth all understanding. Now let me let me tell you. Saints are just as quick-tempered as sinners. Don't get it because you sure might use it. And it's going to be hard telling folks once you go to the big house you're a saint. 
Come on. You over there in the corner speaking in tongues. What's, what's wrong with that fool? You speaking in tongues. Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you something I learned. The time we went down there to the common you, there's a lot of saints down there. I laid hands on some and they spoke in tongues. And then they'll tell you what church they came out of. You can bear them, but don't bear them if you're quick-tempered because you use them. You go to the big house, you're on your own. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you what not to do and what to do. But you better know you and you better know God. Are you going to rely on God or are you going to rely on the nine? You got, you got, you got to pick. If you're going to let him save you, you're going to save yourself. And see, that's we don't realize sometimes the position we, we put ourselves back in. No, I'm saving me. Wait a minute, you said God was your savior. No, I'm saving me. Well, you said God was your savior. But the thing about it, if you don't have it, you won't use it. If you got it, you might use it. And you might be on the opposite end of the law when you use it. And baby... They're going to they gonna hold your picture in a, a, a freeze frame on 9 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock news so everybody can get a good look at you. That's Tina. <laughs> some folks, they just flash, and some folks are like, ta-da. You got to make up your mind who you want to be your savior. And see, we don't realize... But that is exactly where we are now. Are we saving ourselves or are we letting God save us? That's where the problem, we, we have, a lot of us are having a power struggle with God. Are you going to do it or you let God going to do it? You thought about that? He said, Lord, save it. Then you get up in the morning and do everything. I'm going, I'm going, not praying, Lord, if, if it's your will, let the door open. Now you, I'm going down here, lying, cheating, and stealing. To get what you need or what you think you need. And God, you know God can't operate in the lie. God can't operate in the stealing. That ain't God. It's you saving you. So we got to, we got to, we need some peace, say, eh? that passes all understanding. Folks, saints now are mentally and emotionally wore down. We can't even go through a little no 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 all I said was no come on come on come on all I said was no you 
looked like I said no for eternity. We need the peace of God. 